So today's a little bit different because normally I have Jake here and he makes me clap at the beginning. But today okay. we're in a special place and someone's doing it. But for consistency in the fans, I'll do it anyway. Yeah. We go, just make it clap. Just make it clap. Boom, we're in. Yeah, there you let's go. go. Some people are like, why'd you do that? I'm like, Busta Rhymes, bro. <laughs> I mean, you don't you know that to. song. Like, who are you? If it's tradition, too. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Of course. Today, we have the wonderful Tristan at, no. Ed Powell. Ed Powell. Yes. Ed Powell. Yes. I was going to butcher it. I butcher everyone's name. No worries, no Tristan worries. Tristan Ed Powell. Thank yeah. you so much for agreeing to come on. Yeah, thank you um, for having me. With a random guy just sliding in your DMs. Like, <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'm like, who are you? Like, want to come on a date? Want to come on a date and chat to a microphone? So... You're in London. You're yes. from LA. Yes. Originally? Mm -hmm. Dope. And born you're and in, raised. Uh, born and raised. Yeah. You're lucky, man. Yeah, it's, there's a very few of us. You know, everyone wants to come to LA. And honestly, a lot of the industry is like everyone that it asks is outside of the country or outside of the state. So, yeah, like I lived there for three years and I'm amazed oh, wow. we didn't like cross paths really. Yeah. But I was there for three years and I probably met like 10 people who were from Actually LA. From there, yeah. Like, or from like near. Hollywood, like right. no hoey kind of area. Yeah, it might yeah. be like, oh, I'm from LA, but I still live like an hour or two hours away. That's exactly me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't even live in LA, but I tell people I live in LA because it's easier. Where'd you live? I live in this place called Chino Hills. It's like a suburbs, an hour, well, actually two hours away from NoHo. Okay. So I commute every day drive. So shit. Yeah. I mean, everywhere's a commute in LA. Like you can, you need going, a car. You can be going from like North Hollywood to like just town, like yeah. <laughs> just yeah. Hollywood Boulevard, and it'll take an hour and a bit. Exactly. Yeah. One traffic, you know what I'm saying? Yep, exactly. Um, so you're in London. What brings you here? I know um, you've been here quite a lot recently. Yeah, but yeah. What brings you here? Why are you leaving glamorous Hollywood life? Uh, honestly, I love London. You know, um, I, I've been kind of coming back with like more inspiration, especially because I feel like coming from being being like born in LA, I'm used to it, and you know, I'm. I don't find it as inspiring as it was before mm -hmm. or where I'm at right now in my current life. So coming to London is kind of like a piece of home, especially because I do have like a lot of friends here and non-dancer friends too, which is like amazing because I don't even have non-dancer friends in, at home anymore. It's, yeah, it's weird. So <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm here originally just to like um, just to relax and meet up with friends. But I ended up, you know, teaching. I'm doing my program uh, tomorrow. Uh, for two days at temp intensive so it kind of just was a vacation but now mm -hmm. i'm also wanting to dance as well too especially with the industry or the community out here so yeah dope well i want to dive into intensive in a minute yeah you were saying that uh you're no not so inspired mm. back at home yeah why do you think that is is that is that recent are we going deep yeah yeah like <laughs> yeah because like that's it's interesting because i feel like like if we look at the dance community, like yeah. internationally and worldwide, mm -hmm. everyone's goal is to go there. Yes. The same as it was mine. Like yeah, I went yeah. at 20, just turned 22. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like I didn't make it unless I went to LA. Yeah, LA is like, a place to be. I had to like do at least one visa, book yeah. some jobs, yeah. meet people, work. Mm -hmm. like, And in my eyes at the time, I was like, if I don't do that, I've not made it, which is yeah. absolutely ridiculous. But then it's to hear crazy, someone yeah. who's living there yeah. can be there as long as much as they want literally to yeah. go they're uninspired there yeah it's interesting because everyone's or most dancers goal is to be there to, yeah and i know how difficult it is for everyone to you know get a visa or try to make it out it there it sucks bro people <laughs> pay so much money people like you know have to go through this lengthy process but you know and, and at times i feel kind of guilty when i do say these things and i want to move out because everyone like i said everyone wants to move to la everyone wants to do it in la but for me i guess like i think it was after the pandemic really um you know there's a lot of people that kind of moved on and did other things and the the industry and also the community too kind of changed a little bit and mm. uh, not necessarily bad but it was just a a new wave of dancers a new wave of people and um i feel like how i see it, it it's still good and i love it and i love teaching there and, and dancing there the training is the best so mm -hmm. um but i think it's just gotten very saturated and for me i, I don't find that same inspiration that I did when I started dancing like the old studios like um, Debbie Reynolds was where I grew up dancing yeah. and that was where like I felt like home you know um, and also like um, movement lifestyle as mm -hmm. well too the original studio the original the studio. studio they are coming back though yeah, so that's yeah a good I saw thing. Yeah. the little studio I, yeah. I remember going to the little studio I went there a few times yeah. but when I moved to LA the big studio just opened yes yeah yeah so they had both for uh, one bit yeah like, yeah for one time they had mm -hmm. both but yeah. that th those were those are the days, man. Yes. And when ML was ML. Yes, exactly. And there was still an edge. Yes. And there was still a like IDA. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
like and hardly any of those things exist now yeah and that and that's what uh, i i'm kind of missing you know i mm -hmm. think especially for me I'm, i'm not necessarily just like an industry dancer mm -hmm. i do come from like the community side as well from la since i'm born there so i do love the community sense and um even though i'm like kind of merging the gap between both worlds i feel like at least the industry side i, I feel like it's lacking community as much as i had before and maybe it's because i'm not fully there i'm honestly traveling like mm -hmm most of the year so maybe it's also on my part but i think it's kind of funny because i i, <laughs> I want to move to london actually <laughs> <laughs> let's go <laughs> yeah so i've told a couple of my friends about it but um it's something that you know i've, I've thought about and I, i don't know how it would work out but what was your why 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 do you want to come here i think um i just like London people better. I don't know if I'm gonna be like putting pe LA people down. No, but I, okay, not at all. It's, yo, I've lived in both. Like I can yeah. tell you, it's culturally so different. Yes, okay. it's miles apart. Yeah. So basically, how I see it, like, is that um, London people or people in the UK in general are just real and like, you know, if they don't like you or if they don't, can I cuss on you? Yeah. If they don't fuck with you, like they'll they don't fuck with you. You know, they're not fake. They don't. They're not two faced. Mm -hmm. But I've realized in LA that a lot of people will, you know. You know, suck up to you, or just like be fake around you because they want something from you, or it's just like, you know, they don't want to start conflict or anything. And yes, it's okay to not start conflict, but like, don't be fake around me. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you don't like mess with me or fuck with me, then that's cool. But like, don't be fake. I yeah. Guess, you know. I think I think London has that too. Yeah. Just not as much. Yes. Like. Yeah. I feel like uh, in London, like let's say the UK, it's just such mm -hmm. a smaller place than the states, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. So. If even if people don't live here and they travel in, yeah, most of the time, quite a lot of people know each other. Yes. Yeah. Whereas like the states is huge. Yes. So like Very even saturated. if you're, let's say you're from like I don't know San Diego mm -hmm. and someone's from like Malibu. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They they don't know each other. No, like really, no, <laughs> they, they really, really don't. don't know each other. They probably didn't bump into each other at class. Exactly. Like yeah. whereas here, it's it's a much smaller place. Mm -hmm. And then even when like Europeans come, mm -hmm. I feel like it's still not on the scale of LA. Is. Yes. So. Yeah. <clears throat> I do think we have that, like, you know, that little bit of fakeness at times. I'm sure yeah. it happens everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. But everyone just seems to know each other a lot quicker. Mm. Like, mm. I was in LA for three years, mm. and I would so meet hard. people right at the end, and we've been in a room together every day for, like, three years, <laughs> taking JR's class, or, like, <laughs> yeah. taking Michael's, and we've yeah. never, like, bumped into or made communication. Right, right. I just feel like it's such a bigger pond. Yes, yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and culturally different, because... Everyone's from everywhere. There's so many people from Japan and like Yeah, that's so true. Whereas here we we have that, but it's not as it's not as deep. Mm. I remember when I first moved to LA, um when I first went, I was very close with Michael Wilson. Shout out Michael, love you. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, love you, Michael. The greatest guy yes. ever. And he'd be like, What's up everyone? This is my friend Kane Silver, he's from London, be good to him. Like everywhere <laughs> we went. And I probably met like in the first two weeks, like 400 people like wow. i didn't remember <laughs> anyone's names, names. <laughs> i remember anyone's name everyone looked fly everyone yeah. <laughs> was everyone was good looking yeah like yeah. i was like i don't remember no one's names yeah and for the first like few months everyone was always like really really nice mm. like super duper nice and yeah. they're like how'd you get here and i'm like oh, yeah. i got a visa they go how'd you get a visa I'm like oh brian freeman helped me mm. they're like what work have you done and like at the time i remember like feeling like everyone wants to be my friend like yeah i'm yeah. fucking cool here yeah yeah by six months gone who were those <laughs> those people never stopped to see me in the street yeah. again they were like he ain't getting me no job yeah exactly yeah whereas here we don't have that as much and that's why i feel like it's it's good you know because mm -hmm. i feel like uh, in la since there's so many opportunities everyone's looking for opportunities which is great but i, I think what i've also realized about london talking to a couple of my uh, other friends that are choreographers in london um just like hearing them out makes me see like there's a lot of like space or room for more opportunities here to build something. Maybe mm -hmm. you guys don't have it just yet, but I think there's such a bright future for the London industry and community too, you know, mm -hmm. so. Yeah. Is your goal coming here to work commercially, to yeah. teach, do both? I think you're setting, you've been teaching here and you've set up your intensive, which mm -hmm. starts tomorrow, which we'll yeah. dive into. Yeah. What's the goal to come, like why come here? I think, um, like work-wise. Yeah, I think it would be obviously to teach. Still, um, I love teaching. That's like my first and foremost. But definitely like the industry side and commercial mm -hmm. stuff, um, uh, especially because, like I said, my friend was telling me that it, it's still you guys are still kind of finding it in a sense. Like it's more so pop, a lot of pop, and yes. I think hip hop is starting to kind of dive in a little bit more. It's picking up, it's definitely picking up. Yeah. So I, I see that there's like space for that. So mm -hmm. I definitely want to 
hopefully tap into that as well. Yeah, and for someone of your ethnicity, it's mm. not as diverse here in the, in yeah. our dance dance work. It's mm -hmm. not as diverse mm -hmm. as LA. Yes. Yeah. So you know, like, what's your background? If you don't mind. I'm Filipino. Yeah, I, I did think so, but I didn't want to guess. Yeah. Um, there's not as many dancers, so the opportunity is wider for you here. Yeah. Yeah. In, you know, in LA, there's quite a lot. Yes. Like yeah. here, there's a few. Yeah. Um, so even commercially, like, it's like, hello. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> there's yeah. just like you're competing against like maybe five. Yeah. Got this. <laughs> Um, yeah. Tell me about your intensive. Um, so uh, my program, it, it was actually originally a program called mm -hmm. Tristan Ed Powell Mentorship Program, Temp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So ah, uh, nice. Yeah. So I started it over the pandemic. Um, oddly enough, it was it wasn't. Um, I didn't start it because of like oh, I wanted to create a program. I think originally, I didn't even want to do a program because during the pandemic, everyone was doing program online. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah, you know, and like I didn't want to have to follow that bandwagon, you know. But I think there came to a point where I was still debating on what I wanted to do with my life. Like, am I gonna dance still? Like, it was like we're still stuck at home. Like, what am I good at? I was trying to venture off and do like what was I doing? Doing forex like. Uh, you know, stocks and stuff. And I was like, I don't even like this. Uh, I'm not happy. And I, I realized like, why don't I just like, you know, do what I love still mm. and make something of it. And I was kind of doing it for money initially. Yeah, you yeah. know, at first I was like, I had no money left. And after like literally the first week I did my program, it, it made me fall back in love with dance. And it kind of saved me during the pandemic because I lost my purpose, you know, because mm everything was stripped away from all of us, you know, and for me as a teacher, me giving back to people was like my main thing. And when I couldn't pour into other people, I, I wasn't able to, I, I lost myself a little bit, you know? Mm. So yeah, that happened. I had my program and uh, I did it like a few other times after that. And where it, did you do them in LA? Uh, yeah, in LA. So uh, the first time it was all online and then I, I, I did uh, another version like in person, which mm -hmm. was great too, because online is, is it's, sketchy. It's, it's tough, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. I did it for like a year online. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Especially, it's just because like dancers, we connect with people, you know, mm. so it's hard to connect like through really bad Wi-Fi. Yeah. The know? only nice thing was I got to like, I met like some of the my favorite people I've ever taught, yeah. and then like if it was in person, they never would have made it. Yeah, exactly. Like there's a girl shout out. Her name's Leia. She's yeah. phenomenal. She's mm -hmm. from the furthest part of Scotland you yes. could ever imagine. Yeah, like yeah. the furthest part. Like mm -hmm. there's like she's from a tiny little town, tiny little wow. village. Yeah, and she did like all my programs online. Wow, like that's and then amazing. she ended up doing uh, Deanna's Motus. Oh yeah, like yeah. you know, and she someone for like I look at her and she improved so much at that time because wow. she got exposed to things that she never would have been exposed to yeah, if we didn't have that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then like since that we've built like a I would say like a teacher student friendship yeah. relationship and like I've got her into help to get into a dance college. Wow. I helped guide her. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's amazing. And all that's from those weird awful times where it's hard to connect. Yeah. But I think I found ways to connect differently yeah no definitely it was definitely hard to adjust but i, I agree with mm. you in terms of like their outreach you know because i mean i think you know obviously my program that i did in la was only la dancers mm -hmm. but when i did it online i was able to reach like so many different countries yeah. at the same time so yeah there's pros and cons of but course. i do prefer but person yeah, yeah. You, can't, you, bro, you can't be <laughs> can't beat it can't beat it <laughs> yeah it felt weird being like i'm sat on my couch and i'm gonna teach now yeah. just stand up like <laughs> yeah <laughs> especially me too because i'm very like an energy-based person you know in class like i hate when it's quiet i hate when it's silent so i just get awkward like i'm an mm. awkward person when it's silent that's why i like to just keep on talking or ask questions yeah. i'm like all right what's what's happening you know yeah. so when like they are all silent on Zoom. I'm just like, um, so are, yeah. we, are we okay? Yeah, are we good? You know? I'm like, everyone pull a funny face. <laughs> yeah. Give me something. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, I did that. And this is actually the first time I um, I condensed my four-week program into, you know, um, a two-day program two or an intensive, mm -hmm. uh, eight hours. So, I'm excited. I'm kind of nervous, but I'm excited. I where, have. where are you doing it in London? I think it's at The Hub. Yeah. The oh, Hub. dope. Beautiful space. Yeah. I love Very it. beautiful studio. studio. Yeah. Um, I feel like the hub should get more love than it does. Like yeah, the classes yeah. there aren't as busy as yeah. based. Yes. But it's such a beautiful space. Like, yeah, I feel like it's more community or from what I've seen. Yeah. 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 It's from like I've, I feel like base is where more of the industry dancers mm -hmm. go, you know? So Yeah. yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, yeah. Um so how did you become a dancer? Like what how did you fall in love with it? Like I feel yeah. like the opportunities and the way people get into dance in LA is mm -hmm. quite different to here. Yeah. So what was your introduction? Um, so yeah, I, I started 
dancing back in 2005 initially because like i said like I'm, i was very much like an awkward person mm. like this me right now n- no this is not really? who i was before yeah i was so shy i had like two friends growing up i was a nerd i was into harry potter i didn't really like go out at all you know so i was very much like an awkward weird kid you know and i think i've always wanted to like open up i was shy i didn't know how to talk to people mm. but deep down inside i knew i had like this voice or i wanted to speak out or i wanted to say what's on my mind but i couldn't you know and i felt like dance was that and initially it was both my sisters that started dancing and i watched them do a performance one summer and i was like wow like i want to do that like they don't have to speak they're just moving their bodies it looks so much fun and also too it was part, partly because i wanted to meet girls but you know, <laughs> you know it's, well, it's that's part a common of theme everywhere yeah you <laughs> yeah. know but um yeah and and in return you know after starting dance after that like i ended up you know loving it and it was it was more of like an extracurricular thing but i was just doing it for you know like a few years during the summer and i was really trash and didn't <laughs> yeah i had two left feet I, i was really bad actually and but I really loved it, you know, mm-hmm. and I wanted to grow. And it wasn't a career at that time. It was just like passion mm-hmm. and like an extracurricular thing, like I said. So um, I had so much fun, you know. But yeah, that's kind of how I started. And yeah. What led it to becoming a profession? Ah, so we could go a little bit did back. You, did you like seek it or did it just happen? Uh, so I don't know if you're familiar with like the community, like in LA, yeah. like the teams and mm-hmm. stuff, but I mean, like you said, you know, movement lifestyle, but, um, uh, there's a team called GRV that I was a part of, mm-hmm. um, Bam Martin. Was yeah, a part I know. Of it. Yeah. So I used to be on that team dope. and they, they make the dope Instagram videos where it looks yeah. like the cleanest shit in the yeah. whole world. And there's 9,000 people doing transitions. Yes. Yeah. So <laughs> it was, it was, uh, crazy. The, the craziest two years, um, intense and a lot. And I think that's when I kind of realized like, for example, um, let me kind of backtrace. So for example, we would have hell weeks where it would be like two weeks long of every, rehearsals every day from like 8 p.m. to like maybe 4 a.m. So it was just like- Through the night? Yes. Sheet. Yeah. So like we would maybe get like one or two days off during the week, but this is like in preparation for competition, you know? And that's mm-hmm. why we were so clean. That's why we were so good at that point. We There was a lot of pressure on like what mm-hmm. we had to like, you know, keep up because we were winning first place all the time, you know? Um, but I think, you know, during that time, I realized um, that if I'm going to be spending this much time in dance, like, why not make money, you know? Like, why yeah. not make a living off of it, too? So um, I quit, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I was giving them money and in you, my time. And you need sleep, bro. Yeah, exactly, too, you know? And I I was just like, yeah, I'm after... I mean, I didn't quit, like, for the competition, or I quit after, you yeah. know? I was like, all right, let me just try this. And um, I just you know, dropped everything in terms of like even school. I dropped out of school too. Um, I think I just went all in and I had a part-time job for the first like year after. Doing what? I was, I worked at Forever 21. I don't know if you know yeah, that. It's like course. a retail store. Yeah. And then I think I, we had it for here for a while. Yeah, yeah. Probably not so successful. No. Yeah, yeah. But um, I also worked at like a restaurant, two restaurants and I hated it, yeah. you know? Um, so I quit. I quit that too. I'm, I'm very much a person where if I get tired of things really easily and it doesn't like fuel my soul or make mm. me happy, then I'm just like over it. Yeah, you know? I did retail for four days. Yeah, <laughs> you're I, even worse than I me. I did retail for four days. I did McDonald's for four hours <laughs> and I did a supermarket for two trips. That's crazy. I was like, yeah. none of this is for me. Yeah, exactly. I, you know? I'd rather like hand out flyers or be broke or exactly, like <laughs> yeah so I mean, and that's that's kind of with me but not as fast yeah <laughs> but i quit everything and i was like i'm just gonna go full force on dance because mm. you know um I, obviously like with a part-time job it holds you back but mm-hmm. i was literally like taking classes and training my first like two years i think it was like 2016 um when i when i was starting to go into the industry and um it was there was a lot of debate between like oh should i spend money on food or should I spend money in class mm-hmm. you know and a lot of the times like I would not eat food I would just like you know take class instead and like maybe eat some crackers at home or whatever I had in my fridge at that time but and we still commuting yes back and forth home in LA which yeah. is an hour and a bit probably yeah two. yeah I don't know half to two hours which yeah. isn't cheap yes yeah gas is so expensive too so that that was like me for first two years before I even got my first job too. Mm. So it was rough, you know, thankfully I had my parents like kind of supporting me or just giving me a roof over mm. my head. Um, they supported the goal? No, ah, <laughs> supported me. Uh, they just, 
I guess they just accepted it or not. Actually, they didn't even accept it. I was always a rebel, but um, they let they didn't kick me out. Let's just say that. Oh, there yeah. you go. What did they want you to be? Um, a doctor. Of course. You know, a nurse, of you know, course. as any Phil other Filipino in the States, uh, we're, we're known to be nurses yeah. and doctors. Both of my sisters are nurses, too, nice. even though you know, they got me into dance. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I never wanted to. You're the do rogue that. child. I was always, like. yeah. I'm also the youngest too, so I was kind of spoiled, I guess, in that sense, where, and I'm the only boy, so yeah. I kind of got away with a little bit more, but I, I always knew that, like, what I wanted. And I, like I said, I, I always, like, rebelled. You now know, now you're successful in the, the goal that you wanted to achieve. Yes. Now do they support it? Um, my mom fully, you yeah. know, my dad, he still thinks I'm going to go back to school. He's like, oh, yeah, you, you, when are you going to start Still schooling? a hobby. Yes. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I'm almost 30. I'm like, really? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah you're still going <laughs> to. <laughs> you think I'm still going to be a doctor now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could. But yeah. Yeah. It's a struggle. <laughs> yeah. But but definitely right now at the point, I think my even my dad, um, he does accept it a lot more now, especially because, for example, my mom, she's disabled. And then my dad, he's been retired for the past like 16 years. So. Um, and both of my sisters moved out. They both have their own families and, um, I'm living with them still, mm -hmm. but I pay for the mortgage. I pay for the bills and I help them out with everything. And the fact that I, I can that. still do that as a dancer in LA, you know, and support both of them and basically taking care of two kids, two adult kids, yeah, you know, two adult kids, um, it's insane. So like now they really have nothing to say, you know, yeah. of what I do. So whatever you're like, do, my, what I'm doing is, is beneficial to us all. Yeah. Like I'm paying your bills. So Bro, that's dope, man. <laughs> uh, that's super inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it does feel great, especially cause in the beginning, like I said, those first two years were brutal and I was going through it. You know, I mm. didn't know what I was doing, but like, I just knew I wanted to dance and I didn't necessarily have a plan B. You know, I, I was never like, oh, I'm gonna go back to school. I was like, I wanna do this full force and see where it goes. Mm. And I never looked back, you know? Dope. Yeah. When you went to LA mm -hmm. and you were in that transitional phase, mm -hmm. what was your training like? Um, Weird, yeah, I think like, especially coming from like the choreo background and the community, we were very just like choreography and not performance. You have to look like everyone in the team and the group. Yeah. So I didn't know how to be an individual really, but when you come to LA, everyone's an individual. Everyone comes from all these places. So it was, I was very scared, you know, especially like I think LA was perceived like differently back in that day or back in that time where you know LA's like all they're all cocky they're all like super into themselves or like they're all showy but I, I soon realized that like you know I was probably one of the only community dancers that transitioned at that mm -hmm. time now there's so many like yeah. integrating which is great and there kind of was before that like back in the early 2010s yeah. mm -hmm. like from that there was a lot then yes yeah from like boogie zone and exactly all that stuff. yeah yeah that transitioned over yeah so it, it was definitely like a hard switch um but but I think, like I said, I, I've soon realized or quickly realized that, um, you know, those people are just fighting for the job, you know, and like this is their career. So mm -hmm. I was like, that's going to be me, you know, yeah. one day. So um, I didn't let the community side kind of, um, I guess, like taint my view on the industry. I yeah. was like, this is what I want to do. Mm -hmm. I want to dance. And how at that time I was like, how am I going to, you know, make a living off of dance? And at that point, it was like industry. Mm -hmm. so. What uh, what classes were you taking? Ah, I was taking so many classes. I was taking class from like Candace Brown when she was mm -hmm. still teaching, Andy J. Um, I love Andy. Showtime. Yo, Showtime, the best class, yeah. man. Yeah. The best class. Yes. Like yeah. people who've never done it, like you don't even know. They're yeah. like, would you learn a combo? You're like, no, bro. <laughs> no. Like, what you do? Grooving the Just whole time. Grooves the whole time. He'll do it twice yeah. at the front. <laughs> you figure it out. Yeah. If you don't do it, his people who assist him will be behind him comfort or someone will be there yeah, yeah. they'll get it you copy them for yes, about a minute exactly. and a half yeah <laughs> till your legs fall off and then they'll find a new one yeah back. and you're sweating drenched, drenched right after bro, it's yeah. so good yeah. and the energy in the room the music yeah. doesn't stop like yeah, yeah. sometimes you might throw a freestyle in there yeah, just yeah. to keep you keep you all entertained while you yeah. breathe yeah bro the best class yeah and like like he doesn't even teach anymore or no wait well, you know? well, i don't even think he lives in la now right yeah i, I don't know where he I is i think he's moved maybe europe i think i don't know no it's not europe but it's like i want to I want to say Canada, but it could be way off. Maybe, like, maybe. it could be the biggest guess of all time. Yeah, yeah, I don't But he's know. definitely, I don't think he's in LA. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like I said, like all those people that I used to take class from, Andy J, actually, even Andy J, I mm -hmm. think she she's like married to someone. Like, yeah, Europe she's now. married to you. So, so she's like in and out, not even in LA anymore. So, a lot of the teachers that I grew up with, um, that I, I really love and look up to don't even teach anymore. And that's the thing with LA too. There's a lot of new wave of, of newer choreographers and new teachers, which is amazing, you know? Mm -hmm. But um, I, I also miss that that old training that we used to get too. Yeah. So, yeah. When I uh, 
lived in LA, I was obviously financially like was rough. Mm, yeah, because expensive. As, yeah, and you're on, we're, we're only allowed on a O one visa. We're only allowed to earn money through dance. Yeah, right. Yeah, I remember. So uh, I was like, unless I book a dance job every month. Yeah, like that's union because non-union ain't saving me yeah like i'm not going to be able to survive this yeah so i used to have to i used to go go dance at the abbey wow yeah i mean it's dancing so. yo i had to make money like <laughs> i would do it <laughs> but do you know what like yo I, I was so scared i'll never forget i was so terrified yeah the first few times like to stand in like a fucking speedo or yeah. dance in a gay bar and people tuck money in your pants i was like what the hell and then my friend Sagi was like, dude, like loads of dancers do it. Like, yeah, like yeah. everyone that works there is like either a dancer or trying to get into some sort of like yeah, yeah. acting or performing mm. or something. Like, okay. but like it's good money. I was like, okay, mm. I'll do it. By like month three, I was like, I'm so confident. Like <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. I went from being this really nervous person. And yeah, I was like, yeah. I've overcome the scariest thing in the world. Yeah, you're dancing half like naked. Yeah, basically. and people are literally judging you. They're yeah. like pointing at you, like, like oh, I don't like you. I don't like that one. He's too pale. <laughs> yeah. Like literally, I'd be like, yeah. Oh, if you weren't so pale, I'd yeah. be like, Oh, thanks. Like, yeah. oh, if you weren't ginger, I was like, I am. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> and if what? Yeah. what? What would happen? You tell me. Yeah. Um, but it made me so confident, bro, to like do the hardest thing. Then like six months into being in LA, I was like, Anything. this is hard, but like I can survive this, man. Yeah. Like it's doable. That's cool. Just that like to have the right people around you. Yeah. Because LA is tough. Yes. Yeah. Super tough. Because everyone, everyone is out there trying to be something. Yeah. No one is out there just being. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Like I never met anyone who's like, what do you do? And they'd be yeah. like, I'm chilling, bro. I just cut grass. Yeah. <laughs> It didn't exist. It'd be like, what'd you do? I cut grass, but I'm trying to be an actor. Yeah. Like, or I'm an actor who cuts grass. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what, what a big difference to what I see, I guess, I guess in Europe and UK in general, is like, um, I feel like LA's lifestyle is very much like, uh, work hard now, play later, or you could sleep when you're you're dead. Mm -hmm. And like, the work culture is very like hustle culture, you know, mm -hmm. out there. I think it's slightly changing, but I think in comparison to like, you know, like I said, UK or Europe, or even honestly, anywhere else in the world, um, everyone's more chill, you know, everyone like the work to life balance is, is very good. Mm -hmm. But over in LA, it's like, if you're, I feel bad if I'm not in the studio, or if I'm not working, or if mm -hmm. I'm not doing stuff. I think now, like within like the past like year or two, I've been able to like, just separate myself, especially being older now. But mm -hmm. I think before it was like, I have to, do all these things to feel productive or be working. But, you know, I think it's good, you know, mm -hmm. but also it could be unhealthy at the same time. You know, you could burn out, you know, for sure. Yeah. What, what, um, what things did you find challenging or what still do you find challenging within your profession and mm -hmm. the career path you've chosen? Um, I think it's just balance. It's still balance, you know, even though I, I'm, I've gotten a lot better at it, but I think balance in terms of when to rest and, when to you know grind at the same time like like i said i was always like grinding before and but i i think like oh i've always been like a type a type of person where i like to plan everything mm -hmm. and if i didn't get get certain things that i wanted at a certain time then i would stress out mm -hmm. you know so I, i've been like able to like be more present now rather than thinking too much in the future or thinking about my past they say mm -hmm. like if you think too much in the future you have anxiety if you think too much in the past you're depressed you know mm -hmm. so i've been trying to be more in, in the, the present now. yeah in the now and but it still bugs me because it's like i'm type a and i love to plan for the future so i have plans and like things that i would want to do still but i'm not trying to like I guess hold on to it too much because I, I don't want to get disappointed, you know, mm -hmm. if I don't attain certain things or if I can't reach it in a certain time. So um, I'm just trying to balance that still. So mm -hmm. I think that's like the main challenge, um, I would say. Like, like where you're at right now, mm -hmm. like, you know, you're a very successful dancer. Mm -hmm. You teach internationally. Mm -hmm. You have lots of followers on Instagram, which is obviously a new currency. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, which is, I still can't quite get my head around, but it is yeah. a currency. Yeah. Um, you know, you've taught all these different camps, you teach it, you're on Steezy, like mm -hmm. you've done all these things, which a lot of dancers like idolize. Mm -hmm. So all they see is you and your glory. Yes. But like, I feel like no one ever figures out what it takes to get there. Like I always yeah. think of that, that, you know, that iceberg thing where it's like, mm -hmm. you can see the peak, but you can't see underneath. And yeah. It's like 10 times bigger. Exactly. Yeah. Like what does your daily life look like besides the glory? Uh, like outside of dance? Mm -hmm. or? Yeah. Like, or like, what are you doing to keep keep the glory to stay there i don't even know uh, what do you mean oh, okay sorry we're, we're afraid like so you understand let's say like you sold out a class on sunday at base okay yeah everyone sees you selling a class at base yeah no one sees what goes into that like what's mm -hmm. your thought process behind it are you like so for me like i'm teaching today mm -hmm. and every day my brain's going 
oh, what's going to be like? Am I teaching the right combo? Am I doing this? Oh. I, I have all these extra things in my brain. How oh, can yeah. I make it better? What can I do? Yeah. But whereas all the people see is, oh, that was a cool, fun, successful yeah. dance class. And they see you, you now in your glory thriving mm. as a dancer, which a lot of people would, you know, love to be in your position. You're, mm. You have achieved most people's dreams. Yeah, yeah. How does that feel? Do okay. you still feel that way or does it still carry weight? Do you still... Yeah. You, do you still have that pressure of like, I have to progress? Yeah. It's a great question. I, I, I'm understanding it now. I think, um, yeah, I feel like... Uh, this is really deep. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, basically, I think there is a lot of pressure in general as like um, a choreographer and, you know, like you said, followers and stuff. And um, obviously, initially, when I was like, you know, putting myself out there, it was for me to share, but things come and like there's expectations and... Mm -hmm. um, I, I love what I do, um, but it does, you know, there does come a lot of like stresses, like of always wanting to be on top of my game or creating every piece. Like I used to pressure myself where I would say, oh, the next piece would be my best piece, you know? And there was a point, I think like last year, it was a point when I was like, you know, on consistently creating and, you know, posting and just like had a lot of structure in terms of like putting myself out there. I think I gained like 30K followers within that time. Mm. But like, I was like, every piece I would say in my head at that time, or how I was thinking mentally was like, oh, this is the best piece, this is the best piece, this is the best piece. And this year has kind of changed in terms of like where I'm at in my life. Like I'm traveling again, things are open. I'm getting to do all these opportunities again. Um, and I, I don't feel that sense of how I was last year, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think, you know, there is a lot of pressure into that, like I said, and you know, I'm trying to not let it get the best of me, you know, like even even this class that I taught at, at base the other day, uh, I was trying to I was debating between like two other songs and I was going to go hype or I was going to go full out or I was going to do like a super tour piece, you know, mm -hmm. but I also injured my arm and my my leg and my hip from from Bali. I don't know if you could tell, like I had a car accident or oh, motorcycle wow. accident. So I was like, maybe I should chill, you know, and not always try to make like the most hypest, the most like best piece. And mm -hmm. I just want it to feel good. And that's what I did. I just like, do you ever find yourself being torn between creating for you and creating for your audience? <sighs> yeah. So I think, so I, I went through like waves. So before that was like what I was, what I was thinking in terms of, I was always creating for my students and like songs. You know, a lot of people come like message you or DM you. They're like, oh, what are you what, teaching? What are you teaching? I'm like, it what kills does it matter? No. You know, Yo, like, you what, know. <laughs> what? If, does that mean I'm good or not? <laughs> yeah. Like, you know me as a teacher or if you take my class before, you know what I offer. So just come and show up, you know? And that kind of still bugs me. It's like one of my pet peeves, Bro, but I just, me. I don't even respond sometimes. I, I, I just tell everyone I don't know, even though I yeah. know, I go, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I don't know. Just show up, yeah. you know? So you can ask me the vibe maybe. Yeah. What's yeah. the vibe? Like, am I coming like dance you, vibe? Like, or am I coming <laughs> at, like, I'm doing some, you got surfed today. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, okay. Yeah. Vibe? I, like, I understand that question, but yeah. what track is it? Yeah. I don't like that song. <laughs> yeah. It, it bugs me, but yeah. Yeah. So you, you did go through a wave of creating for others. Yeah, so I did go away through creating for like my students and other people and like what they would like. Mm. Um, and I definitely kind of lost inspiration during that time. And I think like very, like very recently, like maybe the past year or two, like I said, I think I've had like this transformative, you know, um, point in my life where I've like, you know, grown a lot, but also like learned a lot about myself as an artist, as a person. But I started, basically I started creating for myself again. Mm -hmm. And that was me just getting in the studio with a bunch of my friends, um, like maybe five, six people. And I would make something up on the spot within two hours and whatever comes out, comes out. And actually a lot of the pieces that I do post on my page within the past few years have been like just on the spot, you know? Yeah, Cause dope. for example, like when I choreograph on my own, it takes me like five, six hours. It takes me so long. Yo, Cause I'm- It's so much harder, right? Yeah. Do you think it's cause there's no energy or no reactions to bounce off? I, yeah, exactly. You and know? I think like I just over think too much as mm. well too when I choreograph I'm like I'm like ah that could be better that could mm. be this but like you said like bouncing off or even just like seeing it have it be on a person you're like actually that move is kind of cool you know yeah. so the energy is a big thing like I said earlier like I'm really big on energy so I love when there's you know energy reciprocated in a room and that's why a lot of people have danced with me but there's a lot of people that have only danced with me once <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's like if you're not giving anything to me and not not in a bad way no no strings like no strings attached to that or whatever but it's just like you know I'm like yeah. Whoever's coming in the room with me has got to be good energy. It got to be reciprocated. Mm. So I choreograph on my own. 
Yeah. And sometimes it's a walk in the park and sometimes yeah. like like four eights could take me like a week. Yeah. You know, and sometimes I can do eight eights in an hour. Yeah. It's just so weird. But as soon as I'm with someone, I feel like it's like you go, does this look good? And they'll be like, yeah, does it feel good? Yeah, and you're like, okay, I trust yeah, it. Yeah. But otherwise you're in your head like, yeah. oh, I don't know if that's the right one. Yeah. I don't know if that's the feel I want. Mm. Or it, do I want a line here or do I want a groove? Like, right, exactly. It's so crazy the life that like us artists live, you know, like how it's just all all over the place. Yeah. It can't just be easy, you know? No. Why can't it just be structured like and simple, but it's it's always different. But isn't know? that the part that we also probably love? Exa like, exactly, that, yeah. Like I was looking at my, I have an app called Cozy. Mm -hmm. And I schedule like my life on it, mm -hmm. and my partner can she shares the app so she can see my schedule. Okay, my cool. schedule changes every two days. <laughs> like you're like, oh, I'm doing this this week, and I go, Actually, oh, I changed my mind. I'm not now. <laughs> this has come up. I'm gonna do this instead. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I have a bit more structure now because I teach uh, universities regularly. Okay, cool. Yeah. But like all like all summer, like so say May, my summer was empty, mm. and then by June, my summer's full, mm. and it's like whose life, like how many people's lives does that? happening yeah yeah it's no, so exactly. weird i was yeah. like oh i don't know if i'm gonna make any money this summer mm -hmm. oh how am i gonna pay my mortgage yes yeah oh yeah. i've booked a holiday i've got a wedding to pay for i've got these things i've got nothing coming in and the next thing i'm like yeah. i need a day off yeah you know no i feel that it's yeah. so bizarre yeah but it's also yeah like you said it's also great at the same time because like the life that we live is is not so structured and we could do what we want you know mm. and have freedom to do that um definitely seeing like a couple of my friends or you know my even my sisters have to work still nine, nine to five jobs i'm like good luck with that you know yeah. have fun with that but, but some people like sit and enjoy the fact that they go I know I work these hours in yes. these days, yes. and on these days I'm off. Yes, and yeah. I can plan things on those days. Mm -hmm. Whereas my brain does not like. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. See it's that? getting more like that the older I get. Yes. But when I was younger, I was like, I don't need structure. See that? Yeah, I feel like that's where I'm at too. Because I'm like, like I said, I'm almost thirty, mm -hmm. so I, I'm I've always known I've always been like type A, where I've loved structure, but mm -hmm. obviously my whole career is not not structured. Yeah, our world all, doesn't work. You know, like so I've I've learned to like do both, but I think. Um, now that I'm getting older, I'm, I'm, I'm wanting structure. I'm wanting like, I guess like more of something mm -hmm. tangible, I think. Um, and like I said, like, I don't even know where I want to live mm -hmm. at this point. So I'm like, where's, where am I going? Where's my life, you know, right now, but I'm having fun mm -hmm. and I'm doing what I love. And so that's a good thing. What is your relationship like with dance? Um, like, like what? Like for me, it was the be all and end all of my whole life. Yeah. For such a long time mm -hmm. until a point where I was like, I, I don't like this anymore. Mm. Like, I don't like the work side of it. Mm. So I stepped away and then the pandemic happened mm. and I feel like everyone was equal. It was the first time in my life where I wasn't fighting for a job. Yeah. I wasn't fighting to prove myself. Mm. We were all at home doing nothing. I was like, yeah. wait, I can just do this for fun. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I, like, I can yeah. just do this for fun. So I would like find an Instagram video of CJ or of Nisha yeah. and I'd try and learn it from watching the video instead yeah, of doing yeah. the online classes. Right, I was right. like, let's challenge myself and make this fun. Yeah, and definitely. dance became fun again. And yes. it became playful because it, it became about just fun. And the reason I've started it, it didn't mm. become about a monetary thing or mm. it didn't come about, I have to book this job because yeah. that deems me successful. Mm. And it made me fall back in love with it. And yeah. now I've found the balance of choosing to only do the things that I love. Right. But I'm lucky that I can do that because yeah. I love teaching and mm. most of my income is teaching. Right. And then I'll take a job opportunity when it's the right one or it feels like something feels I right. want to gravitate to. Yeah. Otherwise, I probably don't have any interest whatsoever. Mm. So my relationship with dance is very on my terms. Yes. That's what it's come to. How, yeah. What's your relationship like with dance? I would say I, I would agree to that too. Um, like to you, mm. you know, what, what, you've, what you just said. But... I think it's kind of weird. I, I'm like, like I said, you caught me at a different time in my life. Mm. Like last year, I was, I had so much energy, and like I, literally last year, I was gone maybe, you know, eight, ten months of the year, mm. like on tour with an artist or you know, touring around like teaching, mm -hmm. and it was great, and I had all this energy. But this year it was kind of like weird. I, I'm, I'm a little bit more tired than usual, and I don't. I'm still trying to understand why my body's more age tired. bro <laughs> that's what it is age, too bro. you know I'm, 33, I'm telling you it's age <laughs> you know i'm like i'm i'm like i don't want to think about the age because you know I, obviously everyone's you know. like you're as old as you feel i'm like no, no. <laughs> i'm old my knees disagree the, the knees that's the first thing you yeah, know my knees couldn't disagree uh, more yeah so 
like I'm not trying to like put it on it because I think before like when I was like early 20s I was still like oh my gosh like I'm getting old and I've I've been scared of 30 you know and I think that's like a an age that you know it's another milestone in your life and you know obviously in dance it's like where do you go with that um 30 was my favorite age see and that's what I'm like going towards now because I think maybe I'm just anticipating that I'm turning 30 in a few months but I think um I'm also realizing that a lot of the people I look up to are like killing it in the 30s or up or maybe even 40 yeah you know like so i'm like all my favorite dancers yeah are still dancing older yeah yeah in my 30s yeah in the, or in their 30s right or, or maybe close to 40s yeah you know yeah like even the the new breezy video they just brought. yes like, oh my god dude, like look they at brought everyone the, back everyone back yeah, like yeah every uh tour dancer or choreographer from mm -hmm. 05 to now that's crazy. like some of those g's like super dave like, yes how old is oh super dave, bro? i don't even know yeah, i don't, yeah. don't want to offend him yeah he, <laughs> he ain't young like, but yeah he's not, an like, og young. yeah he's an og but yeah. like still like dave yeah. bro kill him still doing it yeah i don't know if i don't know if his maybe his body might not be able to kill it like at all yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah but he could kill that shit. no definitely yeah. um what was tour life like um did you enjoy i i do enjoy i i enjoy it a lot i think um when I first did my first tour back in like 2016, that's when I really knew like I wanted to be a dancer. Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to do this. What tour was it? Uh, I toured with Kehlani yeah, for a few dope. times um, and it was nice. It was the only time she had guy dancers. Yeah. It was me and my other friend Gordon. And um, yeah, the, to feel like the audience sing the song and feel them, that energy was so different, especially coming from the community when I'm only performing to like parents and like friends. Like yeah. when people are singing that song and you're dancing to it, it was definitely a different feeling. So I do love going on tour. Mm -hmm. And uh, obviously I only got to tour a little bit with Kehlani, but I've been on tour with this guy named Eric Nam. He's like a Korean artist. He's so He's nah, he got famous in the K-pop scene or in the K-pop industry, but he's actually from Atlanta, Georgia, and yeah, he he makes more pop music, if mm -hmm. anything, um, not necessarily K-pop English. But I've been touring with him for the past like four or five years, and it's the best team. You know, mm -hmm. it's been great, and they, they treat us really well. I think with touring though, there's there's a misconception, bro. You know, biggest. You know, because everyone wants to be on tour. That's, well, that's like the that's, 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 that's a goal. That's that's the highest, right? We go if yeah. you're a tour dancer. Yeah, yeah. You've made it. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of you know things that come because I've talked. To, I'm not going to name any names, but there's certain tours, and I've talked to a couple of my friends that. Uh, it's like it could be these are like some of the biggest jobs but mm -hmm. like the team is just butting Everything. heads and they just hate it throughout mm -hmm. the months you're living with these people mm -hmm. like on the road for however long and if you don't connect then it sucks you know because yeah. you've got nine months together literally yeah and then uh, and, uh, like and you might be on a tour bus yes literally in in the which is so like is this room, it's <laughs> is this room? yeah it's and it's there's five of you it's hard you know but the, a lot of people don't talk about that because mm -hmm. maybe they don't experience it or they just see the glamorous side of it you know it's like oh you're on stage like mm -hmm. how about the time in between how about living know? out of a suitcase is exactly yeah I'm, yeah I'm i think i'm used to living out of a suitcase of now, course you know but, you know that, but uh, that's what i always found like being on tour is like yes it's dope you get to travel yeah. yes it's dope but Yo, I need this, but it's not clean. Yes. Like just those yeah. little, little things, things that yeah. when you're at home, you're like, I can wash this tonight, but yeah, good tomorrow. Yeah, well, yeah. you're doing an overnight travel. Yeah. So you're not washing shit. Like just yeah. those little daily inconveniences. No, definitely. Like, Yo. Yeah. No, definitely. So I mean, yeah. So I, I do love touring. Mm -hmm. I think I'm. I'm also. I'm, I'm going to go back on tour this year. So with the same artist. Same, with the same artist. So, it's kind of crazy. That's that's when you know you've like you've you've bonded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, we were actually gonna like not do it this time me and the other dancer mm -hmm. we were you know because we've been doing it for so long and we maybe wanted to have more opportunities mm -hmm. you know but do it, bro. we did ask for a raise you yeah know? Come um, on. and that kind I of i think helped. you should i think if yeah. you, every time you seniority back, yeah. yeah yeah so they they did give us like that yeah. raise and we're like all right let's do it let's push through and um i think um it's gonna be a good time especially with the team and it's another world tour so we're gonna go all over the place again Epic. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know. I'm like excited, but because I mean, I've done it already, so I already know like these spots in certain like um, cities and stuff. But I'm also, Diana Matos kind of like said it for me too. But she was like over touring, so mm -hmm. like, and this was a long time. It was like four, five years ago, mm -hmm. and I didn't understand it when she said it. But mm -hmm. I think like she was basically saying that it's it's tiring, and there's a lot of you know things oh, that bro, come. Travel days it. are tough. Yeah, <laughs> so. I'm still going to do it, obviously, and I'm still like, super excited. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, there's so many people that would love to do what I do, but mm -hmm. I don't think I'm necessarily a tour dancer. You know, mm -hmm. I love teaching. I love having the freedom to have my own schedule or to just, like, you know, be in London, 
teach twice or three times in the week and like the rest I could do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. I'm not tied to an artist. And and if your classes do well, make the same money that you did on a whole week on tour. No, that's what I'm saying. And that's another thing too. I, I didn't want to say it, but no, but let's be real. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you're a tour dancer. Oh my God, you must be rich. And no, I'm like, no, no bro. No. The drummer's rich. Right, yeah. <laughs> the drummer just does this tour and takes a year off. Not yeah, me, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I finish and I'm going back to a part-time job. Exactly. In. Exactly, yeah. So basically like with like, you know, if I teach two classes, I can make what I make in, at, in a week on tour. But that's like 20, 24 hours, seven days a week of your time, mm -hmm. you know, and like you, you're on someone's like else's timeline, you know, you got, you got to follow like, oh, we got to wake up, we got to do this, like you got to follow that. But, you know, when you get to teach and like mm -hmm. do what we do is like you got to create your own schedule. And mm -hmm. like if you want to have a day off during the week, sure, you know, yeah. or if you want to go to different places, like you want to listen to a different song, exactly. that's fine. Like, yes, that's what I like is like, like you're in control of the narrative. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas like. I don't know. I was always like, yeah, world tours the dream, but if it's doing it to music I don't like, mm. yeah, then it's a job. Yeah, like, exactly. Yes, I'm dancing, but yeah. I'm inspired by music, not mm. movement. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. then yeah. it's rough. And I think if you've been doing it, like I said, I've been doing dancing with this artist for the past like four or five years. It's like it just becomes repetitive, and like mm -hmm. I love it. I love the guy. I love the artist. I love the people. But I think like for me, like it's hard for me to like still hold on to like very dear because uh, it's comfortable, you know? Mm. And I, it kind of like makes me like, ah, oh, like I want to do something, you know? And yeah, tour yeah. dancing, like when you're on tour, you're literally doing the same piece over and over and mm -hmm. over. And, you know, it's it could be great if you're on mm. certain, there's a lot of like, you know, factors that could come into play, yeah. but I think- like, I always think uh, with like a, like a JT-esque tour, yeah. that's fun because you have so much freedom. Yes, like, so, like freestyle You have sections. so much freedom to play and mm -hmm. like, like you get an eight count here yeah. or you mm -hmm. get to change this, add this detail, <sighs> yeah. they add this For every show. It can keep your creativity brain going. Definitely. But if it's like uh, the tour where it's like, we want everyone to look as one. Exactly. If it's like competition dancing, yes, yeah. you know, if that's Definitely. the vibe, then yeah. it's like, oh, I'm, I'm not allowed to have any personality today. Mm -hmm. I have yeah. to dumb down Tristan right. and mm -hmm. turn up the choreographer. You know yeah, I mean? definitely. So yeah, I, I feel like I'd rather be a teacher. Or I mean, like, obviously, like, I'm still doing tour, but I think where I see myself is just mm. becoming that teacher and the choreographer mm -hmm. in total. Uh, if you could change one thing mm. in the dance industry, what would it be? Mm. Besides your money. In, <laughs> um, in LA? Uh, just in within the dance industry of how you've experienced it so far. What's um, the one thing you'd adapt? Dang, that's a hard question. I think just for one more inclusivity mm -hmm. and more respect towards dancers, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, like I said, I'm a teacher choreographer and I, I want to do that more because of the things I've seen in the industry. Like we, as dancers, we get treated pretty poorly, you know, in like the production side or, you know, the artist side sometimes, you know, and it's, it sucks, you know, even though we're the ones that are doing a lot of the, the heavy lifting or just like the, a lot of the, our bodies are like mm -hmm. being, you know, exerted, yeah. you know? So I feel like even now, like we're, we're still fighting for a lot of rights, especially with the writer's rights in LA, mm -hmm. like the dancers tie into that as well. Um, so there's a lot of things that we don't reap the benefits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everyone you know? else gets away drives, but we yeah. probably won't. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, and I think I, I want to say, um, I remember someone telling me a long time ago that, you know, the dancers back then, like Michael Jackson type of days, like they were making a lot of money, a lot of money, especially for that. I that know Lavelle era. Smith, mm -hmm. like, and he told me they used to get looked after. Yeah. Like you were good. Yeah. And even a rehearsal, like it wouldn't be like, right, it's a three day rehearsal and then we're off. It'd yeah. be like, oh, we've got a two week rehearsal for one yeah. shoot. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So not, not like, only is your fee good, yeah. you're, you're working. It's yeah. a job. Like, yeah, exactly. Whereas like if you're doing a music video, you're lucky if you get two days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so I think that's what it is. I mean, like I said, there's pros and cons, but I think I think if if anything, it would just be more respect for dancers mm. putting in their blood, sweat, and tears. You know, so yeah, yeah. I, I completely agree. Yeah, my only counter argument is the amount of dancers that I see do dumb shit. Yeah, to not uh, hold us to a standard where we mm -hmm. deserve respect. Yeah, you know, like I've just been doing a few jobs recently. Mm -hmm. And I worked on a really big film with mm -hmm. the way some dancers were acting. I was like, yo, you all want to be treated in a mm -hmm. certain way. 
but you're acting like assholes. But I think it's like the newer gen- generation, not just the the dancers, but also the teachers too. I'm not, I'm not, I don't hate on it, a lot of teachers, but like some of these teachers are not putting like a good, you know, mm-hmm. I guess like a base for the newer generation because there's so many new people coming in. But mm. I feel like even the know. basics, like how you speak to runners, like yes, no yeah. one says please and thank you, or you're yeah. like yeah. giving your wardrobe drama because mm-hmm. your belt doesn't fit. Like yeah. it's not their fault. Like yeah. just ask them if they can fix it. Don't That's throw true. a fuss. Yeah. Those kind of uh, ways people act mm. is what I think makes us not be respected. Mm, and yeah. it's unfortunate because we can put like 99% effort in to make it good and yeah. then that 1% can tip us back down to oh, 50. Oh, for sure, yeah. And that's the downside. I think what's what's good in LA right now is um, they're doing a lot of programs mm. recently. Um, so like even the program that I was in, uh, I danced with Kalani Marks and Antoine Troop. And yeah, yeah, I love so Antoine. I was there for, for like, I danced with them for like five years, I think, and they taught us everything. They were very like, structured because i feel like when you're in la or maybe in in, an industry you're kind of just like by yourself you're Mm kind of just training and you don't learn a lot of things but you don't really have a mentor you don't or coach yeah exactly but these these you know these programs Mm -hmm. are able to give each individual Mm -hmm. like the information i'm a huge fan of antoine yeah i love antoine he he actually put me on my first job which is killer and he put me on a couple other jobs after that so I love that guy too. His morals, like mm-hmm. his ability to teach and dance is, you know, he's a mm-hmm. 10 out of 10. Yeah. But it's his morals mm-hmm. and his, uh, the things he stands for is what oh, yeah. I really love. Yeah. He's a his, great human, not just yeah. take the craft aside. And his rituals that he does like every day for himself is like very inspiring. Like I, there's a point in my life when I was like on top of like, you know, like meditating or like even reading all these books. But like uh, sometimes it's hard, you know, but for him, he's like, he's always on top of it, which yeah. is very inspiring, even though he has a lot of pressure from like so many people all the time, you mm-hmm. know? So yeah, I love that guy. Epic man. Yeah. Um, last question mm-hmm. before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. Aliens mm-hmm. come from wherever they live. Okay. And they uh, grab you and they put their laser gun to your head. Okay. And they say, you have to give us one person who represents dance and it has to meet their standard. If you don't, the whole world's over. Oh. Who would you give? Who would you, who would you, I wouldn't say sacrifice, but I don't want <laughs> <laughs> But like, who would you give? Who would you nominate? Who are you giving to save the world? Oh, that's a really hard question. Dance? But they have to be alive. Okay. Oh, okay. Because everyone goes, Michael. Oh, that's really hard. I don't even know. Like, it, so a famous person or? No, just a dancer or like whatever it means to you. Hmm. It hasn't got to be for other people. It's who you would put. Yeah. But that's a lot of pressure, like the, the one person yeah. to represent dance. Yeah, it's dope, right? Mm. <laughs> it's intense. I'm the sweating. World. I think I'm yeah. sweating now. Like, the world's about ending. It. The world's ending. Oh. I can't I can't even put a name on it, honestly. I think there's just a lot of a lot of weight on that question. Okay. Who's your favorite dancer in the world? Uh, okay, that's a little bit easier for well, me. It's the same, right? it's the same, it's the same it's question. The same question. <laughs> but when aliens come involved, like, I'm like, oh, too much. <laughs> um, I, I have a lot of favorite like choreographers or dancers now, but I think the the main person would be Shay right now. So Shay, Shay, yeah, mm-hmm. from Amsterdam. Yeah. I think like quality of movement and artistry is like on another planet, He's, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think. Yeah, he is an alien. Yeah, it's it's amazing, and I, I love like foundation stuff too. So when a dancer like has a lot of foundation mm-hmm. and just knows her body, and everything is driven from freestyle. Yes, kind of dope. It's just amazing, you know, and it it makes the choreo look even more like different and like mm-hmm. raw too. So hundred yeah. percent. Well, brother, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having it's me. Been a pleasure. I yeah. hope we get to do this again soon. Definitely. Um, and I'm looking forward to you being a, a local resident. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go. LA, we stole one. <laughs> you always steal ours. Yeah. Got one back. Let's go. <laughs> Peace out, bro. Love. Thank you. Thank you.